Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Edit audio. I learned to drive at 11 when my dad, spur of the moment, bought me a dirt bike. 11-year-old Robin could always be found zipping around the neighborhood at 40 miles an hour at like 7 a.m. I'm sure my neighbors just loved me. By 12, I asked my mom if I could drive the car, and she was all, sure, why not? She sat in the passenger seat, just looking out the window and smoking, as my tiny self drove through all the back roads of our upstate New York town. At 13, my friend Dale and I decided to take his dad's motorcycle joyriding while his parents were at work. The third day in a row, we stole the motorcycle. We went out on an extended ride, you know, like we were pushing our luck. And by the time we pulled back in the driveway, his mom was standing by the garage, arms crossed, like livid. Needless to say, I ran home and Dale and I never hung out again. So I look back on all these things and I'm like, holy shit. Each one of these scenarios, they could have gone sideways in about a hundred different directions. But what would it be like to face those fears today? Well, here's what I say. Ask me in 18 months when I have to teach my daughter to drive. Help. Hello, everyone. I'm Robin Hopkins, and this is Well Adjusting, where I talk to people about life stuff, but not in an NPR way. It's more like we're at the bar, having cocktails, getting into your business sort of way. It's it's giving drunk NPR. Oh, and producer Steph is here too. Hello. Today we chat, well, facing your fears on the open road. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to be here with you today. We have an absolutely fantastic episode that is all about facing your fears. My pal Susan is just, I'm going to just say, just a tad bit terrified of driving. And she has been really since her first attempt of getting her license. And we are really getting into the stuff that's behind the fear and maybe, just maybe, how she can face that fear and get into the driver's seat. It is such a great conversation, and I'm about to hit play on it, except first I want to say this. If you've got a problem and you want to pick it apart with us, you can drop us an email at hello at editodd.io or DM me on any of those social platforms at Real Rob Hops because we are always looking for new guests. Now, enough of me rambling. Let's just like get to it. Beep, beep. Hi, Susan Hughes. Hi, Robin. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. Okay. Well, why don't you introduce yourself? My name is Susan. Yes. 
Well, let's see. I'm an art director and artist when I'm not working. And I have a wife and a nine-year-old son. And Who's like smarter than I am. Oh, your yeah. son. He's a good boy. <laughs> and we live in Queens. I'm a native New Yorker. Yes, you are. Um, and the native New Yorker part is key to why we're here today. It sure is. Yes, absolutely. Sure is. I'm here today <laughs> to talk about my fear of driving. Is this an intervention? I'm facing my fears. All right. Well, let's let's get into that. So, like, you're not 16. No, no. Not 16. And so, like, I'm from upstate New York where, like, I mean, I learned to drive at, like, 12. I mean, <laughs> right. like, on the back roads. So it's like to grow up in the city and to not drive is, like, blows my mind a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, Fair. So a couple of things. I, I actually do have a license. That's the other weird piece of this. You, so you what? do? Yeah. Yes. But <laughs> in my defense. She's like already hedging her bets. <laughs> in my so you have driven. I have driven. I have driven. So here's the deal. You know, I, I went through the normal steps of, you know, high school driver's ed. Sure. Everyone has to get their license. So I, I didn't overthink it really. It was fine. I didn't like it, but I remember thinking like, oh, this is scary, but I'll, you know, I'll adapt at some point. It'll become second nature. Um, So I got my license. And then uh, the short story is, and I never drove again, but that's not, that's (laughs) not, that's not totally true. I, I drove a few times, you know, it would come up. It was one of those, I remember there's a famous story. It's not famous, but in my, in my mind, it's a big deal that I like drove myself to the dentist once because it was a, a neighborhood where my parents used to live. So it was like a 25 minute drive that I had to do alone. It was terrifying. <laughs> I know you can't relate at all to well, what I'm saying, right? It's so funny because right? driving means freedom to me. Like no, I got sure. my license on my 16th birthday. Right. Except as a New Yorker, freedom right. to me meant something totally different. Exactly, Freedom meant I could take the train into the city and meet my friends. You know, my parents trust me. I could stay out till late, you know, 2 a.m., whatever, as, you know, t- probably took yeah. a cab home. And then I went to college in Manhattan after that. So again, four more yeah, years where are you going? of, yeah, I'm not driving. Yeah. I'm taking the subway. And it just, I just never really did it. Oh, wait, one more chapter. I was a nanny for a summer, (laughs) which is already, yeah, in East Hampton. And part of the interview was like, oh, do you have a license? Do you drive? And I said, yes. And I thought about it afterwards. I'm like, oh, my God. I just said yes without even thinking about it. And Because you do have a license. I did have a license. And I wanted the job. Sure. I had to drive the kids to, like, play dates a few times. (laughs) I'm just what, picturing what, like what, young you with like so fingers gripped on the not, wheel, just like everybody be quiet. Yeah, yeah. And acting like I wasn't nervous in front of these like six year olds because I, I thought I was going to get you found out. fear. Each time I was terrified. I do think about the very end of the summer when there was one errand they wanted me to run without kids, just go pick up something from the store. And I remember I had this moment where I was aware of not being terrified. I'm like, yeah, I'll just go do it. And if I had kept... If you had kept driving. I, yes. Yeah. Then there would be no story. There'd be no problem. There'd be no huge on the podcast. That's correct. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but that was the end of the summer. That was the last time I was asked to drive. And then I truly, it was When you never left the city. Years. So you're on the subway and Uber's around now and taxis and you don't need to. And then you, you get a partner and she drives. Right. So then there's the partner. Yeah. So. Because that's, by the way, that's how we got here. I know. Was we were away on a weekend and she was like. I need you to start driving sometimes because now at this point, like, do you feel like there's a burden on your family? Mm. Because like long trips, it's like Janice has to drive well, all the time. Yeah. So Janice 
she doesn't put a lot of pressure on me. And, you know, at first, she, she like everybody else, she's like, wait, you don't drive? She's like, she's from Long Island. Yeah. She didn't even comprehend an adult being a non-driver. Like, it didn't make any yeah. sense. What drives her crazy is that she's met so many people through me who don't drive. And oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I have endless friends who don't drive. And, you know, it makes her crazy because it's like, it's because like it's validating. Like, yeah, cause way, it, right? exactly, because you're winning. Yeah. So, um not only do I have friends who don't drive, I keep a list of like the celebrities who don't drive in my head. <laughs> Tina Fey, just, just, yeah, just throwing it out there. Just so you can like yeah. win the argument, um, right? J-Lo, native New Yorker. Well, I could go on and on, but it's fine. Um, so fast forward to, you know, living with Janice, she kind of accepted that I didn't drive. I mean, what is she going to do? But she was encouraging all along. Yeah. And, and, you know, then we started talking about having a kid. Mm-hmm. And then it became, well, you know, if we're going to have a kid, you, you, you might it, have to it drive. It might be nice to drive, yeah. right? Um, even though in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, we live in Brooklyn. Everything is... <laughs> like, it's going to be fine. Everything's so far stuff to, away. It's going to we'll be fine. We'll deal with this later. Yeah, well, exactly. Uh, but before I got pregnant, I did take a handful of driving lessons, like adult driving lessons yeah. to get you comfortable yeah. behind the wheel. And that was a little bit of a mistake because the teacher, he was crazy. And he took me into <laughs> deepest, wildest Brooklyn, like the hardest. And one thing that terrifies me is uh, merging, uh, like merging onto a highway. I know you're laughing. See, I, I'm not laughing at you. I'm no, laughing no, no, with no. you. But I like that you're little laughing. Bit, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Bring it. But I like that you're laughing because it helps to know that it's ridiculous. Well, okay. Well, no, but we do have to say this because we're, we're starting to knock on the door of like the fear mm-hmm. of like, you know, and, and I also want to ask like the why now, like why you're ready to tackle it now. Cause you did say when we were talking about having a kid, he's now nine. Right. So it's, it's been a, you, you know, you escaped through nine years, like being like, we're still, we're in Brooklyn. Well, now we're in Queens, but I do want to say like, I don't think you should minimize it. Like right. it is scary. Like, and I, the reason I can say this is because my daughter, I was talking about, she's 14 and a half. And I was saying, oh, I'm like in like a year and a half, you can, you can get a job. Cause that's like where my head goes right. to like, you can start making some money kid. <laughs> and then she goes, I could drive. And I was like, wait, wait, no. Oh yeah. Cause it's like the idea, it's a 3000 pound, you know, piece of machinery that can just plow over somebody. Correct. So that's, so that's by the way, I'm not helping at all right no, now. No, no, no. We're going to get to the helpful you part. You are not telling me anything I don't already yeah. know. Trust but I'm me. just saying, don't minimize your fear. Right. I, think that's, I think it's valid. And I think you can see how you got here. Right. But that's, that's the crux of it right yeah. there is that to me, in my mind, and you know, that's the, pr- this is why you should get a license and drive and keep driving at age 16, 17, because you're not aware of consequences. Sure. You don't have sure. that fully developed brain where you over think things. Oh my God, I right? think of all the stupid things I did driving at 16. Right. So now I've waited too long and I've gotten to the point where I know too much. It's such high stakes. You know, this is the one thing I could do or I could actually kill somebody. Right. I mean, I mean, there's nothing else. I do not have that kind of power anywhere <laughs> else. I could, the only thing I thought of besides that was like dropping an air conditioner out the window. Which one, by the way is another big fear, like in a city apartment. Well, Every time I install an air conditioner, I'm like, I hope I don't kill someone. No, you should be. I, I once was walking in Manhattan and an air conditioner landed like 10 feet in front of me. And I'm, I was oh like, my oh, God. that would have killed me. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you definitely would have died. I love that okay, I'm laughing so, yeah, about that. So, yeah. So it's the high stakes nature of it, yeah. right? One false move in my mind, you know, one mistake and it could have terrible Right. consequences right. and not to, and then I can add but to that. you do know if you walk down that road of thinking that's true of like walking riding a bike flying yeah. but but not quite it's like well hold hang on flying 
I'm not in control of the flying, right? Oh, so it'd be the guilt of if you were well, the one who did it? Sure. Yeah. 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 Causing causing this thing. Yeah. Right? Okay, but like devil's advocate, sure, I'm allergic yes. to peanuts. You have a child that I assume goes to a school. Yes. You could kill a kid any day, just like accidentally putting the wrong We're thing in We're definitely going to give her more fear stuff. Well, great. You know, but I'm just <laughs> I'm saying, I'm just like, devil's, devil's advocate, yeah. you can kill someone any day. Yes, when you get into a car, you're, like, aware of that fact. Yeah. But, like, saying that when you're 16, you should drive because you're not aware of that fact, I don't know if that's actually, like, the best <laughs> advice. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing that you can learn to, like, hone and, like, love about yourself that, like, now every time you get into a car, you're, like, aware of the consequences and so therefore can be a better driver. Because they do say yeah. the type of personality you have, and I learned this in motorcycle driving school because I have a motorcycle license. Wait. Oh, right, Jesus. That, You're on the other talk end. About that. But no, but they yeah. talk about the way that you drive is reflective of your personality often. And you have a cautious by nature personality and you're like, you're not going to get out and be 175 miles an hour. Of course Like you're not going to be drag racing in the streets of Queens. No, no. My hands are at 10 and 2. Yes, you'll be at 10 and 2. You're not going to be texting. You're not going to be doing any of these dumb things. No, no. Yeah. Right. So the fact that I would be hyper aware and terrified and vigilant vigilant means that I will most likely not do something (laughs) terrible like that. Right. However, fear is not rational. Right. But I can layer that on like I'm not great at quick decisions, you know, like <laughs> is dri- all driving is, is quick decisions. Like, y- yeah, but you know what, though, driving, you don't have time to debate it. Like you and my, my wife, Mary, are very similar in that, like, you're going to like think things through and you might take you a minute to get to what you want or what you don't want. When you're driving, you don't have time to do all that. So you, your instincts take over. Right. No, that's true. And it's I'm like, sh- you don't have any faith in yourself. Well, you know, I know this is one of those things that to get over the fear of doing it is just to do it, right? Yes. Um, you know. Yes. But here's, okay, and I have thought about this. This is another thing where the practicing of driving has to take place in a real world scenario. Well, and that's my surprise for you is I have a place that's not a real world scenario and I'm going to propose, but we're going to talk about that later. I'm going to okay. propose that we do a driving lesson, but I'm going to give you time to marinate on that. No, no, no. Okay. But I want to ask you. Before we get in too deep down into the the whys and the hows and the fixing, mm-hmm. like, why now? Why are you oh, uh, going to tackle this now? Yeah. So, okay. Remember my plan. <laughs> remember my the, the Brooklyn plan of having a kid and always being near a subway yeah. and it's fine. And, yeah. you know, there's lifts and whatever. So the problem is <laughs> we moved to Queens, right. um, the, the, the place of my birth. And what I didn't count on is... You know, now my son's in Little League, with, right. you know, and he's his school is not near where we live. So I've ended up having to bring him and pick him up from all, all these things that are not on a subway grid, right, right. you know, so I'm spending a fortune in lifts and, you know, for these easy drives. And I even even for me, I'm like, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I could probably maybe do this, Ooh. maybe. You know, and I know that I just need the confidence to. So, right, right. So, yeah, the fact that it's happening all the time, you know, it's not just once in a while. Oh, if I, if I just needed to pick him up in a lift, I could. Sure. It's kind of happening a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm spending a lot of money. Yep. And I look around at all the people who drive and I'm like, well, they You're can't. Like, that they, guy can yeah, drive. I'm I like, can they do can't it. all be geniuses, right? No, and, they're not. And, you know, now my niece on Long Island is 
is driving like and, shamed she, by and she's nieces. like a little baby and you know like I, I changed your diaper and you're driving now <laughs> so it's it's always been on my mind yeah. it's always been a thing I would like to be able to do yeah um I was talking to a friend of mine like I said I have many friends who don't drive <laughs> I, J-Lo. <laughs> J-Lo. <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine in the neighborhood another mom who doesn't drive and she's like yeah I just wish I could get hypnotized and just and I've had that thought too. You know, it's kind of like I have this habit of fear when I think yeah. about it. I know that, you know. You, now you have like a muscle memory of it yeah. too. It's just like it's in your body when you think about it. Right. So I think about driving and all of a sudden I'm like, oh God, you know, and I just picture those scary moments that I picture where if I have to make a left turn. A ball turn, rolls out and a child comes. Oh God, the ball rolling out. The ball rolling yes. out. Yes. Um, but even like stupid stuff that I'm sure you never, you, you're probably like, Mentally not even awake. No, getting on a highway. Getting on a highway or like a left turn and a crazy thing where cars yeah. are coming towards you and how do you time it and do yeah. you have enough time to turn? No, no, it's something like, as simple as people are crossing like three lanes across. It's like, I'm, it's like, <sighs> like this intersection in front of my house is like one of the worst intersections oh. in the in the city. Yeah, it is. Both my kids have been hit right now. I here. know, I was going <laughs> to, I mean, your kids have actually been hit by cars. I know, I know. <sighs> But see, that's making me, making me sweat. This is called the episode that where we're not helping. <laughs> Go ahead, Steph. Has something happened that this fear is based off of? Good question. Um, I I was I was in an accident. I was not the driver, mm-hmm. but I was a camp counselor uh, coming home from camp day camp on Long Island in a van full of kid, like a school bus van full of kids. And our driver missed a stop sign. Um, kind of, yeah. And we got smacked by an oncoming car in the side. And our bus of kids, this was terrifying. This was on the news. How old are you? I was 16. I was a counselor. Yeah. Um, our bus like rolled <gasps> and. Are you serious? I'm serious. And like landed upside down. Wait. I know. You don't know How the story. How am I just hearing I about know. this? Was, How do you not lead with this story I, I, when people are giving you shit about it? I would be like, I was on a bus. Nobody nobody was seriously hurt. I'll say that. But, Who cares? I, but That's no, no, but it was traumatizing. There were kids hanging from the ceiling by their seatbelts, bloody kids, like screaming my name. To, and I was like taking kids down off the ceiling and putting them on people's lawns and running back for oh more my kids. God. And I was the only one not wearing a seatbelt because I was the one who, like, every time we pulled up to a house, I would take them by the hand yeah. and bring them to the front so did you fly all over? I rolled around and got banged up a, a bunch, but uh, I just had a... I wasn't seriously injured either, amazingly. Um, oh, my God. I just had a painful neck for a week and some bruises on my arm, but... Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, well, so, I mean, I feel like but, I, I feel like you're just glossing over this. That could create a little trauma. Sure. That it, No, it, absolutely. But I know that even before that happened, I didn't want to drive. Sure, sure. So it, well, it, that just cements it. Yeah. Right? right. That's just like the, well, I mean, like, I can only imagine, like, buried in your body are visions of kids hanging from the ceiling <laughs> with seatbelts. Like, yeah, that might be yeah, enough. Yeah, I've to- seen it pretty up close. Right. Yeah. So, um, also, in that moment, you know, you're not the driver, sure, but you were responsible for these kids or you felt a sense of responsibility for all of these kids. So, like, it's very. I mean, to me, I got full body chills when you said that because I feel like for you being in a place where you're trying to take care of all these kids and feeling responsible and like having to ignore your own pain Mm -hmm. and whatever to like make sure they're safe and like. I don't know if that happened to me every time I got in a car, I would think <laughs> yeah, of that. Yeah, for a long so, time. Yeah. I don't want to minimize that at all. That's Thank like you. Yeah, yeah. No, that was, uh, 
I can still call up the uh, the smack that moment oh. of impact because nothing has ever been harder or louder or crazy, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that was yeah, okay. that's a big deal. All right. So and then and then if you add in the fact that you're part of the reason you're doing this or the main reason you're doing this is to shuttle your kid around, so the stakes are high. Yes, yes. Precious cargo. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So now we've traumatized you even further. No, no. Trust me that there's nothing you can bring up that I haven't already thought about that isn't already swimming around in my brain. And uh, can you I mean, oftentimes, like I know it's like a fear of driving, but can you isolate the like sub fears of that? What are the things that you're afraid of? Like, can you articulate them or does it just feel like one big cloud of driving is like one giant fear? I mean, it really boils down to just my fear of killing or harming someone whether they're inside someone my own, outside of okay. either outside the car or inside the car because I've been on the other side of yeah. it I've been inside the car and I know that a mistake can cause that just as just as easily but um but I you know knowing that everybody knows that risk yep. everybody on the road knows that risk and everyone just drives and well because because we're able to just like I don't think about the the risk right let's say you had a fear in a totally different area yeah what would be the thing you would do? Or like, if I had a fear, what would be the thing you would tell me to do? Because I do think a big percentage of it is that thing that you said of just like, what's that kind of therapy where you, it's not like aversion. What is oh, that where you just, yeah, you just do the thing that you're scared of? Yeah. Exposure. Exposure yes, therapy. Thank yes. you. Right. But there has to be other things outside of that that work for you when you're scared. Yeah. Well, funnily enough, my other big fear is public speaking. And look so at this. You're, you're doing it right now. I'm going to bring all your fears to the front. It's <sighs> great. It's so um, fun to be friends with so Robin. With- <laughs> But with public speaking, you know, which I have to do sometimes for my job, um, there's beta blockers. You know, you can, I take beta blockers, which block adrenaline. And Is that like a one-off sort of thing or that's like a regular all the time kind of thing? Um, it's It started out as a one-off thing. You know, I would pop one before doing a presentation so that, you know, my voice wouldn't shake and yeah. my hands yeah. oh, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't get sweaty. And hands start so shaking. like you're still nervous, but nobody knows that you're nervous. And yeah. then, you know. Um, but now I take them every day because because life, life is easier. Hard. Life is life is turns out you know there's, out there's anxieties at every corner. So, but that's not helpful, right? Because if I'm already taking a beta blocker, it's not like yeah, it's like it's still there. Although I would certainly take another one before driving. I imagine before our lesson that's going to be coming up. All right, tell me <laughs> we're going to do a lesson. We're going to do a lesson. I'm I got, actually, I've got it. I'm actually okay with that. Be, like okay. I don't know if you thought this was going to be a big like no, scary no, no. reveal. I am okay with the idea of a lesson. You know, if there's someone else in the car with me, kind of talking me through it. I'll tell you what, we'll be using your car, though. 
Not mine. <laughs> Just kidding. It's new. That's really funny. I, I do want to say, mm. and I don't know if this is helpful or again adding to it, but like I have anxiety. I have anxieties about driving, whatever. But I like to drive. Wait, you had wait. I you think- have anxieties about driving, but you still like to do it. This is interesting to me. I took a really long time. I also had some like major trauma. I had a friend die very young, like when I was in high school driving. And then the next year, a friend of a friend died also driving. And I was like, I'm okay. I also like partied a lot when I was in high school. And so I was like, well, if I drink at all, I'm not getting near a car. Or like if anyone drinks at all, I'm not getting near a car. So I was like really opposed to getting my license I had done my like written tests but I never I like as soon as that happened stopped taking my driving classes or whatever and I'm also Canadian so I think it's later in life like you start you can only start at 16 Mm -hmm. so that happened and then years 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 later like this is going to sound ridiculous to you but I got my license because I decided that I wanted to move to the Yukon which is up by Alaska And the way I wanted to get there was to drive. So I lived on the east coast of Canada. (laughs) I drove across the whole country and then all the way up north. It took like multiple days. And I was like, well, I can do that. And that was how I decided I needed my license. So I needed a full license. We need to take your driver's lesson to California. We're going to just get in your (laughs) brand new car and we're going to put 3,000 miles on it. And then we'll end up at like Disney. Oh, sounds great. Yeah. I mean, I don't recommend it. But all (laughs) I will say is that like there's a certain amount of anxiety that I think is healthy to have. Yes. You know, like anxiety is the thing that keeps you from walking out into traffic without looking both ways. Like it's healthy to have some sort of anxiety about driving. I think the more you do it, the less it gets. But I also think, and Robin will probably relate to this, now my anxiety is less about my own control of the car and what I'm going to do to other people. But like there's a part of driving where you have to trust the world around you to some extent mm-hmm. or trust yourself to get out of the situation yeah. because... Well, that's defensive driving, right? That's the whole strategy for that. There's a bajillion people. Not everyone is a great driver. Like, we all no, know that. No. So, like, I mean, I hope that this sounds hopeful in a way that there's, like, a healthy amount of anxiety that is always present for anyone that's driving. Whether it's an anxiety about what you're going to do or what the world around you is doing, you have to suspend some faith in the like ecosystem of people driving in order to drive. Uh, yes, I I get that. I think that's right. And I think, you know, I know that everyone else on the road is not trying to get into an accident. Like <laughs> I, you know, I've got my own decisions to make behind the wheel, right? And the and but if I'm doing something dumb, hopefully there's someone else who is going to help me to avoid a collision or whatever. Yes. Well, right? I, yes, and I want to say two things. One, I want to say, like, to add on to Steph's point, I think that we are under the mistaken idea that if you're scared of something, it equals bad. Like, Mm -hmm. there's there's this underlying thing of just, like, I'm scared, it's bad. Fear is actually a good thing. Mm -hmm. It means you're up to something. It means that you're challenging yourself. It means you're, like, living a bigger life. It means, I mean, yes, like, what Steph said is true. The the things are there to protect you. Yeah. But maybe it's, like, you're going to be heightened awareness. Yeah. Like, there are there's some reframing that I think you can do that's, like, I'm scared and that's okay. Right. You know, versus I'm scared and that means I should not do it. Right. Be scared and do it in spite of the fear. Yeah. No, I mean... Absolutely. And in you saying this just now, you know what it reminded me of? I don't know if you remember this, 
But years ago, when we were talking about having a kid, mm-hmm. I was, you were my, one of my friends who did it first, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. and I was calling you with like Looney Tunes questions <laughs> at, at certain points. You're, you're finally like, Hughes, this is me grabbing you by the collar and telling you to stop being so scared. And just, cause I was like, I was coming up with a new fear every day. Like, okay, so what if, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. Cause I was so scared to have yeah. a kid and um, you gave me a good talking to. You're good at this. I remember. You know, but that's the thing. Like you can do this in spite of it. And then I also want to say like, there's another reframe that I think would be really helpful for you, which is all the things you're saying are true. Right. It is dangerous. Um, there are, you know, lives at stake. There are bad drivers. It is scary to drive in New York city. Yeah. So there are scary things, but I think the reframe of that is then you become your goal. Like I think about like when I start to focus on, like let's say I'm playing tennis and I start to focus on, oh my God, I can't fucking lose to Elise Tab, right? <laughs> guess, guess who gets worse? Me. Right. But when I stop and I breathe, and I take breaths and I go, okay, I just want to focus on my toss. And when I focus on that thing, I'm out of it and then I play better. Mm-hmm. And so like, I would tell you to just focus on defensive driving right. and, you know, defensive driving really only means that when you pull up to any intersection where someone could run a red light, you're looking left, you're looking right. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, like you're, you're always keeping your hands in the position. You are, you know, driving at the speed limit. You're, you know, yes. you're like defensive driving is a real skill mm-hmm. that I think, and it may be an illusion, but it gives some of the control back to you. No, that's, that's all, that all makes sense. Because if you sit around in the car and focus on I could possibly kill someone, this is going to be you with your hand shaking, trying to start the ignition yeah. if, if anybody yeah, yeah. actually had keys anymore. <laughs> I don't know if this is a good tip or just good for me because I also have OCD, which I feel like is important to say before I say this. But when I was anxious driving, especially if I was on a long road type thing, like I grew up in the country. So like yeah. there was like tons of space and I was like, oh, my God, a moose could come out of nowhere and kill me in a second. Like. New fear unlocked. Like, at (laughs) least you don't have that in New York. But I would count in my head, like, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three. And it was like, one was the left-hand mirror, two was my rear view mirror, and three was the right-hand mirror. So that I knew in my head, one, two, one, two, three. I was, like, always checking my spots, and Mm. it was, like, on a rhythm. And it became, like, so integral to me driving that I don't think about it anymore. Like, it's almost like a heartbeat or something. But when I first started, it would, like, give me a feeling of safety because I would be like, okay, I know that I'm checking these things when I'm counting in my head. Right. Oh, I like that. Which again, could be my OCD. I mean, just a little bit. But sometimes, but I think those kinds of things, like that's the same kind of thing of like, you can have the the one, two, every time I pull up to a stop sign, I'm always going to look to the left. Even if it's a one-way street, I'm Mm -hmm. still going to look for the right because there could be an electric bike coming. Oh my God, so many electric bikes. And they, (gasps) none of them, they all just have their feet down, which by the way, in the scooters, I'm like, you're going to take your foot off. Pick your foot up and put it on the thing. No. But like they're coming from other directions. You've got jaywalkers. So, but if you do like a scan, like a circular scan of of all the areas, and it's the same way, like if you bike ride in the city, you have to defensively bike ride. Like I I teach the kids, I'm like, look, we're in a, in a bike path. I'm like, that doesn't guarantee that this car is going to see you. That doesn't guarantee someone's not going to throw their, um, their door open. I'm like, so you have to be constantly vigilantly scanning. How much time do you have to be panicking when you are doing something? Right. Like any of my other fears, a lot of it is the buildup, right? A lot sure. of it is beforehand and overthinking it and just imagining 
it's pointless. You know, I like imagine scary driving scenarios for no reason. But yeah, once behind the wheel, because I've had a handful of experiences, it's true. I'm just, I'm looking, I'm watching, I'm nervously looking and checking and watching and, you know, but like, but I've successfully gotten from point A to point B. So I know that I can. Yeah do it although it's been such a long time now Um, well that's going to be the big portion of this is just going to be getting back on the horse yeah do you you still come into the city obviously you're in brooklyn right now yeah i mean i took the subway here yes but every time you get out of the subway you walk across the street oh Mm. yes i do and you face the electric bikes and and the cars you might walk across the street at the intersection but i would stand to guess that you also occasionally jaywalk i do i mean you are a new yorker it's true and when you do you look both ways even though it's a one-way street yes i do because you're trying to protect yourself (laughs) and other people yes so you have all the habits already oh this is okay i was like where's going yeah you have all that you have all the good habits already i think there's just a massive reframe that needs to happen i think so think of all the times you've been in a car and nothing has ever happened right there's that one time right and it was significant i don't mean to downplay Mm -hmm. it but you've been in the car probably hundreds of thousands of times since then and nothing so the odds it's true and it's funny i'm fine with putting my life in the hands of any whatever random Uber, Which is dri- crazy. Uber driver is picking They're me up. They're probably way worse drivers than you would ever be. Yeah. And you get right in that car with them like boop, 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 boop. I know. I'm singing that. And I think the reality is what we're talking about here because it's like we've had all these different examples of like bike riding and planes and whatever. Right. What we're really just talking about is sometimes you just have to face your fear. I mean, you can reframe, you can do all these supportive things right. that I think help hold it. But there is some time like where you have to just like step out on that ledge and you just got to jump. Right. You know, like I think about hard conversations with people sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like, if I know I have to have a hard conversation, I will sometimes, because I'll be scared to do it, yeah. I'll force my own hand by like texting something like, Hey, do you think we could talk later? Because nobody says that if they just want to be like, "What up, G?" Right. Like, so I force myself. Right. You've, you've set. You've like so set the I ball in to. motion, yeah. and you know that you have yeah. to. Right. Yeah. Like, and so I think, what could you do? I mean, obviously, I'm making you go on one driving lesson, but what could you do to put in place? To force your hand, because you do know that some of it is a comfortability factor. So, like, right. is it a weekly drive? Is it? Well, I think this getting in the car with you will be super helpful because. Like I said, every now and then when I'm like, oh, God, I could just like get in the car and take Damon to baseball, right? But I haven't been in a driver's seat in so long yet. I think even just like doing that will be helpful. And I've already researched. There's a school in Greenpoint. Okay. One of the things they advertise is like nervous drivers. Amazing. Right? Amazing. So maybe a handful of lessons with an instructor at my side. If I'm in the car with somebody, like I said, just if someone's talking me through my choices and like explaining the scenario and like, you know, like a proper lesson. Yep. um, I think that would be super helpful. And it would just be a little bit of confidence. And honestly, if we, if I can get to the point where, you know, I've always said, well, in an emergency, I could get behind the wheel. Right. But I don't even know if I'm if at that at point, point anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. We've, we've gone skiing in Vermont and Janice was like saying, oh, God, I hope I don't break my leg because I'm because I'm starting a job. So, yeah, no, no. But she wasn't even thinking that. She's like, because I'm starting a new job. And I'm like, oh, my God, if she breaks her leg, I have to get us home from Vermont. And like, there's no <laughs> You'd be way. like, Vermont's a nice place. Yeah. We could just yeah. stay here. Right. We'll just, we'll just set up. But camp. so are you the type of person who 
puts things off? Like if you, like you found this place, will you set up regular appointments? Like, do you need to put things in place so that like, what can you put in place so that the cadence is regular? Mm. Well, I have the vaguest of timelines in my head because I, when, you know, when I knew I was going to talk to you, I was like, all right, let's do, I'll do that first. Right. And then, you know, I, feel like I'm going to pay for an amount of lessons. I okay. think like that's my way. Because you know, then you'll have to take Right. That. I've put the money down. I'm buying five lessons, say, or whatever. And then like, let's like, let's see how that goes. And then I can, maybe I can buy five more if I'm not feeling like that was enough. And, okay. Yeah. So but what's, I, what's the, what's the goal? Uh, I would, well. Because we're going to do our driver lesson like ASAP. Okay. It's going to be the next like week or two. Oh. Oh yeah. All right. Scary. <laughs> um, I think if we talk again in November, October, November, I would love to have been at a point where I've taken some lessons and feel a little bit more confidence. I can't promise that I will have like been driving solo by okay. then. Okay. It would be like nice. You're saying you can't promise. It's like, this is for you, not for Robin. No, it's for Robin. <laughs> I feel like it's for Robin. <laughs> but I do think also like when you said I want to be comfortable driving, yeah. like, also, what, like, what does comfortable mean? mean to you? Like comfortable can be very layered. Yeah. Know? Oh, comfortable. Okay. Comfortable driving, meaning I'm not like dreading it the night before, you know? Okay. Like maybe you're only dreading the morning of. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Or, you know, I, I, I'm sure I'll still be nervous, but at least maybe I'd be just being willing to do it would be a, break, yes. a breakthrough. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I'm sure it'll be scary and nerve wracking, but just the the willingness to do it would be a huge well and that's why I'm like all about automating it a little bit like maybe by November once a week you go get groceries or once a week you go do a thing so that you know every Tuesday you're going to be getting in the car come hell or high water do you want an accountability friend or someone to talk about anxiety with I'm 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 very well versed in anxiety training no pressure but yeah I I am scared of driving like still sometimes and Love it. And I yes. think, and I think, you Thank know, you. like while this is, I think on the surface can feel like a lighter topic, I think you should be like really proud of yourself. Like hearing the part about the accident changed the entire conversation <laughs> for me. Cause I was just like, that's really significant. Yeah. But even if you take that out, it shouldn't be minimized. It's a scary thing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's like people who have fears of going to the dentist, like whatever the fear is All for right. you, it's very real. Right. It's very palpable. And I don't think that trying to minimize it ever helps. Right. That's like saying, like, don't be nervous. It's like that never, ever works. (laughs) Right. You're going to do great. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm going to, with your permission, perhaps bring a little recorder for our driving lesson. (laughs) It's going to be great. That, oh, I can't wait. It's going to be great. great. You have reached the well adjusting expert of the day. All right, today we have got some expert of the day advice from none other than our editor extraordinaire, Maria. What I didn't know was that she too has suffered from real anxiety and fear around driving. Maria? Last year, I picked up driving lessons again after a break of 10 years. I'm generally an anxious person and driving lessons made that so much worse. So here are a few things I learned to keep any extra stress at bay. I get low blood sugar easily. So to stop myself getting shaky halfway through a lesson, I always made sure to eat a meal or a healthy snack before. I also always took water with me to stay hydrated and alert. Plus, it's an excuse to pull over and have a pause and refreshment if you mess up. I made sure that I never had to do something important in the couple of hours after a lesson, so I could kind of come down from the adrenaline and not get unnecessarily stressed about something else. And one more thing which my lovely mum taught me, 
If I have a moment where I think I've messed up or I doubt myself, I take one hand off the wheel, if it's safe to do so, gently rub my leg and say, you're doing really well, Maria. You're doing really well. It sounds so silly and superficial, but it's genuinely soothing. And hey, I recently passed my test with zero faults and I'm becoming a more confident driver every day. So I'm sure you are all wondering, did Susan actually like really meet me for a driving lesson? Did she fake a hernia? Did she cancel? Did she change her number so I couldn't contact her? Well, take a listen. Did I not turn the power on? Maybe you didn't turn the car on. There you go. We ran out of gas. Oh my god. What Why happened? is it hybrid system stopped shifting to park? Why? Wait, so I have my foot down on the brake. On the gas. I... On the brake. Sorry. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I'm a really Help. good teacher. Okay. My foot is g- pressed firmly down on the brake. Correct. I'm going to push this button and put it into drive. drive. Yep. That's neutral. What's the S next to the D? That's, um, don't worry about it right now. <laughs> okay. And now. Like here we go. Gonna, I'm gonna, you're gonna, I'm gonna pull out, let go pull of the brake yep. and gently, and I'm look checking my mirrors and I'm looking one little look over the shoulder, <laughs> and here we go. Right here Holy we go. Crap. You're doing it. You're doing I'm it. Operating a motor vehicle. I reread the driving manual. Yeah, which is good. That's yeah, good you did that. And it said something that I found sort of comforting because it said when the, when you're about to make a left turn and there's oncoming traffic. Mm-hmm. With experience, you're able to judge gaps, yep. but if it says if you're not sure, don't go. Just wait for the light. Yeah. Or well, or wait for As the, it's wait till they stop. Yeah. With their and then, light, and you're and already then out in the intersection, switch. and then yeah, go yeah, through. Yeah. I'm I'm just kind of doing a little bit of a loop. Yeah, we're right? just yeah, we're gonna do a few loops until we get comfortable. Until we until you can like you know get a little higher than 12 miles an hour. But well, this is good. You're already like you're already feeling comfortable. 12 miles is very comfortable for me. and I think I think the thing for you to be thinking about is is the joy of this of the yeah, of the freedom fun. that's going to come let's get this this whole garden out here this is a crazy it's like community garden over there oh sorry yeah no, see no, this no, is no. good this is good you should be distracted so where, where am I what do you think we're going to keep on straight we're going to keep on straight like right. I feel like there's all kinds of shady shit going on out here like yeah, what's that guy doing like in that car out there leaving a body over there or there's some sex happening there's things or, happening yeah I mean, you're not going to come here for just drug use. But these could also be drivers, too. Like, look how slow right. they're going. Yeah, I like that. That's See, I wish everyone could just go that speed. <laughs> we could all just, like, I'm not in Can a hurry. Can we all just get along? Yeah. And if well, if, if it, driving were this, I would be I know, with these the wide open driver. roads. I would love driving. This is delightful. I'm on a Sunday ride. Look at that. You're doing great. Thank you. You are. All right. How are you feeling is the question. I feel okay. Okay. Okay, I feel like this is this feels. E- I had a feeling this wouldn't feel too crazy. See, but now there there seems to be All right, more there's some traffic up, up here. We're gonna yeah. see. Let's see what this is. Going 25, going 32. I worry. I think we're heading back to the entrance. So 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 you did everything you were supposed to do. Make a U-turn. Make a U-turn. Yeah. That's what's I, I, I hit the brake. You were just like, <laughs> stop. Screech, I screeched to all. Yeah, I'm not exiting out of here. No effing way. You know what I want to practice doing? Just honking my horn. Because, I, like, I, I have no idea how to do it. Like, just how hard do you. <gasps> That's it. Honk it. But you're not. Do I, it. I don't you want to be one of those. Honk it. Honk it. There it is. There it is. Do you feel like, yeah. oh, I can do this? Yes. I feel like, um, like, 
that this is an attainable thing for you. Yes. Yes. This feels nice to be like in the driver's seat and mm-hmm. I like it and I feel like now I want to get to the part where I feel comfortable doing this and then I feel like that would be great. Right? But it's not automatic. That's it's, okay. It's like I have to do all the work to get to the comfortable place. But I This guess. is it though. Okay, now this is nice here. There's no stoplight sight, but you're going to make a right here. So follow the your lines here. And look at these little children. There's children. Yeah. Great. Well, not great. But I know. Great. Well, they're I getting mean, this, this is, they're getting this is in real life. Right? They're getting in the obstacle. Oh, no. Oh, no, they're not. Okay, so kids, this is I good. see you. Okay, so you're good? You're good? So, like, when is your first lesson? Well, I, yeah, so I haven't done this yet. I haven't okay, so, yet. So, I, but this was the first thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so I want by next week you've booked your first lesson. Reasonable? Yeah. Booked? Yes. So, you, so something like this, you just keep an eye on the kids. You don't have to worry about them, but right. you just I keep an eye on them. have to be aware of them. them. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's all. That makes sense. All right, it feels good. Right? I mean, all in all, your first trip, spectacular. Oh, thank you. Thank you. What do you, what do you rate yourself? I, this feels good. I've, I One feel like uh, maybe I'm a solid seven. What Come do you on. Think? Come on. <laughs> well, there was that moment where, I don't know. What did I do? You I just something. stopped quickly once. That was it. All right. Eight and a half? Yeah. You got to go bigger. Go right here. Oh, I didn't, shh, I didn't signal. I'm back to an eight. I thought I was an eight and a half, but well, I'm Well, then, then you're just a New Yorker. Should we leave this parking lot and go find... Something yeah. else? Are you up to doing something else? I don't know. Okay, don't before you can think. Hold on. I'm stopping. Alright, we're gonna one last thing. Now we're doing like real traffic here. I'm gonna put it in drive. You're gonna put it in drive. So pulling out is gonna be your hardest part. Yeah. You can do this. I think I'm ready to do it now, right? Shit. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. You're doing great. Oh my God. You're doing great. I was just kidding. Oh don't kidding. Don't kidding. I'm kidding about Look at there's traffic, you're doing it. Fuck. Okay, you're doing great. All right, we're going. I don't see a bike, but... No bike. You'll see the bike coming up behind you in the rearview mirror if you're checking in on the regular. And so it's a little narrower, so you're looking for doors opening, yep. all that shit. This is where the, just the scanning of the road. Yep. And then park Keep school bus. No one's straight. got to know. Okay. <laughs> I think that the, your, your self-chatter actually makes you feel calm. You're going to make a right up here. Okay. makes you feel calm, and I think it's something you should continue because it's helpful for you. Yeah. I like That's the, how I do it. Get who said that they were pa- they pat themselves on the leg? Your that was producer? Maria. That was Maria. Maria, I love yeah. that. I know I did, too. self-soothing. Oh, I, get, I, I appreciate that. But I did okay. You're, did you're okay. good. I did okay. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. You did it. Okay, now. He's no, doing, he's he's doing, he's doing a, a three yeah. point. So I'll give him a minute. Yep. I'll give him a minute. Let him do his thing. I'm going to be like the most considerate driver in New oh, York. forever. I will, be mo- I will let everyone do what they need to do. <laughs> I will be an hour late to everything. I'm helping them. Yeah. So I'm going up in here. All right? Sure. That works. I mean, is that what you were thinking? Yeah. What an incredible episode. I got to say thank you so much to Susan for opening up and sharing that fear and being willing to move through it on mic and in the car. I mean, bravo, Susan. And thank you to Maria for her lived experience tips for putting yourself back in the driver's seat.
for more Robin, and you may need that. You probably don't need it, but like if you do, you can follow me at Real Rob Hops on all the platforms, all the socials, as the kids today say. Well Adjusting is an Edit Audio original, exec produced by Steph Colburn and Robin Hopkins. Thank you to Maria Passingham, Kathleen Speckert, and the whole Edit Audio team. Oh, hey, before you take out those AirPods, this show is just for entertainment. If you are in need of help, please, please, please reach out to a professional. Go ahead and get that help. Hey, y'all, I have a question for you. Have you been listening to Well Adjusting and secretly or maybe not so secretly thinking, geez, I have a problem. And I bet Robin and producer Steph might actually be able to help me make some headway. Now, if that's the case, I have to tell you, this is your sign from the universe to reach out to us about being on Well Adjusting. I'm telling you, it is a sign. Get in touch. It's so simple. Just email us at hello at editodd.io, or you can hit me up on the socials. I'm at at RealRobHops on all the platforms. And I have to tell you, we would love to hear from you. We'd love to have you on the show. What is it that you are waiting for? Hit us up. Let's solve the world's problems. No, okay, that, that bar is way too high. Let's, let's just have some laughs and, and get into it. We're going to all feel better for doing so, I swear. I deserve it.